We've been talking uh, in the last few weeks on the kingdom of God. Man, I like this. I like it. I like it more all the time. And um, today I have kind of a subtitle, but we're talking about kingdoms and governments. Kingdom, the kingdom and the government of God. The kingdom and the government of the United States of America. Talking about kingdoms and governments. Um, you know, I said this last week and I'm going to say it to you again. <clears throat> Everything that we do here is about God's Word. And this last year, this past October, my pastor, Pastor John Holler, graduated, went on, however you want to say it, to his permanent destination of heaven, moved from this life to the next life. And um, when that happened to me, it was really hard. It was very difficult. Um, and it, for a moment, it took me back. And the Holy Spirit began to say a couple of things to me about it. And then one of Pastor John's sons, Brandon Holler, Brandon preaches here periodically. Brandon, I was talking to him on the phone, and he said, um, he said, I have a word from my dad that he wanted me to tell you, wanted me to give you. And he said, do not allow what happened to me, the way it happened to me, affect the way you believe the Word of God. Man. I mean, it just, man, it just hit me. I mean, it just hit me sideways almost. But what the Holy Spirit was saying to me was the very same thing. But when I heard it from Brandon about his dad, What God said to me was that Pastor John's still with you because of the word he preached. I'm telling you, the word is the only thing that matters. I'll just say it today on his behalf and on anybody else's behalf. It's not right to leave this planet prematurely. He would agree with me 100%. That's why he told me what he told me. It's not right for you to leave this planet prematurely in sickness and disease. It's a bold statement. I don't have time today to explain it all and go into all kinds of detail about it. I'm just telling you that's not the will of God. That's not His plan. But what I'm going to say on the heels of that is this. 
Your trust can't be in me. Your trust has to be in the word that I preach. And that word that I preach, you taking the time to making it yours and it becoming real to you. That's what matters. That's the kingdom way. A lot of people on the planet get offended, get this, get that, get taken away, get taken back, get frustrated, they quit, they throw in the towel, they give up, they give in because their faith isn't in the Word of God. Heaven and earth will pass away and all of its people, but my Word will never pass away, he said. Never. Everything that we do is about the Word becoming real to each individual person, no matter how long it takes, and it will take the rest of your life. That's why we do this all the time. That's why every service we come in, and before we get into the Word, we worship God. Why? Because you need to worship God. You need to be, to be aware of what's being sung and thank Him for His greatness and the freedom that you have in Him and for all that He's done for you and how great He is no matter how anything else looks. You need to worship Him every day. Every day you need to be worshiping Him. But we come together corporately and we do this to thank Him for how great He is to prepare us as we step into hearing the Word, receiving the Word and letting the Word change us and change who we are. That's what it's all about. Can you say amen? Amen. 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 Come on, give God praise for it. It's what it's all about. I defined in in the first couple of messages we preached, the kingdom of God is the realm in which God's in dominion and His will is fulfilled. In the, United, in, in the United States of America, you, you may have heard this said before. I don't, I've never heard it said before. I just, I just thought of this. It might relate, and it might not. But in the United States of America, there's three branches of government. There's the executive branch. There's the le- legislative branch, and there's the judicial branch. In heaven, there's three branches of government. Father's the executive one. No question. Holy Spirit is the legislative branch. You can see how he works in a legislative way, moving throughout. And Jesus... The living word is the judicial branch. His word reigns supreme. What he says goes. You, you, it don't matter how you feel or anything else in life. It doesn't matter how you feel. What the word of God says is the way it is. So I'm going to take the next probably eight or ten minutes... And I want to talk about 
the government of the United States, talking and, and explaining, just for a moment, going to read some, regarding the Declaration of Independence and our Constitution and our Bill of Rights. So I want you to follow with me just for a few minutes. The United States Declaration of Independence is the pronouncement adopted by the Second Continental Congress meeting in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration explained why the 13 colonies at war with the Kingdom of Great Britain regarded themselves as 13 independent sovereign states, no longer under British rule. With the Declaration, these new states took a collective first step toward forming a new government. When God created you and I, He gave us what? Dominion. He gave us dominion in the earth. We, meaning our elder brother Adam, gave it up. God never took back the authority and the dominion that He had given to us, but Adam gave it up. Jesus, our ultimate oldest brother, who became the Son of Man, left the, poverty, the riches of heaven to come to the poverty of this earth to empower us and give us back the dominion that God had originally given us. What was my definition of the kingdom of God? The realm in which God's in dominion and His will is fulfilled. For His will to be fulfilled in the earth, His people once again have to operate in dominion. That's the kingdom of God. That's the kingdom way of doing. That's the government of God in the earth. No matter the governments of the world, that's the government of God. Our Declaration of Independence, and I want to read a couple of things regarding it. I'm not going to read the whole thing, just just a couple of pieces of it. It says that... Part of it says that the unanimous declaration of the 13 United States of America, when in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with, one, with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of natures of God entitle them a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. The enemy took our dominion and had dominion over mankind for 4,000 years. What the early pilgrims, what their purpose was, was to leave the tyranny of one nation and to create a new nation. 
What God's plan was for humanity was to leave the tyranny of the enemy and to come into the freedom that He had produced for us. I love this definition, or one of the definitions, and then a definition from Thomas Jefferson of the word tyranny. The simple definition of tyranny is oppressive power. Thomas Jefferson defined it as every form of oppressive power over the mind of man. That's a good definition. What the enemy had over you and I, mankind, for 4,000 years, Jesus liberated us and set us, literally set us free. And what this great nation accomplished in 1776 on this day, July 4th, 1776, what they set in motion was mankind being set free from the control of government that didn't have the best interest of the people. It was about them. The preamble to this part of the, of the Declaration of Independence outlines a general philosophy of government that justifies revolution when government harms the people's natural rights. And this is what it said, the first part of this. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, and they are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government. This was the declaration, this is certain sayings of the Declaration of Independence that was ratified July 4th, 1776. And in ratifying this declaration, what they were saying is, no more tyranny. The day you and I got born again positioned us to be able to begin to declare, no more oppressive state in my life over my mind and my life. No more oppression. And that's what, for, for me, personally, for 44 years, that I've been learning how to do is to give no place to oppression. Everybody say it. I'm free. Jesus set us free. Listen, the freedom that Jesus produced, I'm going to say it again, the freedom that Jesus produced, the freedom that He gave us, is the freedom that these men and women in the beginning of this great nation saw. And they said, how can a person who is liberated and free internally live in this kind of bondage in the natural? And they were saying, no, we're leaving this. 
Now, you can look at this nation and what it's done, and I can promise you that this nation did not fulfill that in the beginning, in a hundred years, where the statements that I just made came through and, and, and manifested, but it's the greatest nation that this world has ever seen. It's the greatest nation because of the freedom and the opportunities that are there to be free in this nation that comes from our government. And it said, when the government usurps that type of authority over the people, it's time for the government to change. And we won't get into that. And in the conclusion of this, they said this. And, And what was written is, there are 27 different grievances that they had against what King George and the, gov- and the British government had done in keeping them in bondage. 27 grievances. And I want to show you how that you have to see yourself as one of the creators of the declaration of your life. You have to see yourself as, there were, there were, I don't remember all the names of them, but there were five men who, who um, created this declaration. Then it was okayed by the rest of the men and the signers of the, uh, of, of, that signed the declaration, but there were five men. And I think, I think John Adams was one, I know for sure, and Benjamin Franklin was another, and um, uh, I said John Adams, Benjamin Franklin, um, Thomas Jefferson, and I don't know the other two. They're, they're unknown guys. Anyway, but, but those five created this. And, and what God wants is for you with the person of the Holy Spirit, if you're married with your spouse, friends, church friends, God wants you creating a declaration on a day-to-day basis. That's why we encourage you to take the Word because the Word, whatever the Word says, has to do with the kingdom and the government of God. And whatever it says, you can have, you can have, and actually, you already have it, whether you've received it or not. And the more we declare it, and the more we go over this, you know how many people know nothing about what's in the Constitution, and the Bill of Rights, and the Declaration of Independence in the United States? You know how many people know absolutely nothing about it? How many were taught it in school? I was probably on drugs or whatever, I don't remember it, but you know, I don't remember a thing. (laughs) I don't remember, I don't remember anything taught. And I don't know that they're teaching it today in school. But there's something about it. It's it's not like the Holy Grail, you know. It's not like the Holy Grail. It was something that was declared and it set in motion this great nation. That's why it's great. For your world to be framed by the Word of God and your declarations to to control who you are and what you are causes you to be great when what you declare is the government and the kingdom of God. It's vital that we understand these things. It's vital that we live for this. They said this. 
just this, this was in conclusion. In the Declaration of Independence, we therefore the representatives of the United States of America assembled appealing to the supreme judge of the world for the rectitude of our intentions due in the name and by the authority of the good people of these colonies solemnly publish and declare that these united colonies are and of right ought to be free and independent states that they are absolved from all allegiance to the British crown and that all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved and that as free and independent states they have full power to levy war, conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce and to do all other acts and things which independent states may have the right to do. And for the support of this declaration with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each of our lives our fortunes and our sacred honor. And these people laid their lives down for what you and I experience today. You may not totally agree, uh, agree with that because maybe you know nothing about what has happened. And even if you understand what's happened and you don't totally agree, well, that, that's your free, you have the freedom and the liberty to not agree with it or even like it. But when it comes to the Word of God, you don't like the Word of God, it won't work for you. You can live in this country and hate everybody in it and experience the freedoms of this great country. You choose not to embrace and receive the Word of God, it will not work for you. Can you say amen? <clears throat> Our Constitution was ratified, the, 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 the um, Declaration of Independence was ratified in 1770. Uh, in 1776, in 1777, Bill of Rights was ratified, I mean the Constitution was ratified in 1789, and the Bill of Rights in 1791, and the Bill of Rights and the Constitution bring understanding to the personal freedoms and the rights and the clear limitation on the government's power in judicial and other proceedings and explicit declarations that all powers not specifically granted to them by the Constitution are reserved for the states and for the people. In other words, protecting us from once again having a government of tyranny, of oppression. God didn't intend for His people to go back to bondage. He intended for his people to be free. Can you say amen? <clears throat> so our declaration, personally, has everything to do with us being set free of the tyranny, the oppression of the devil, and to see God's kingdom and his government established in our lives in everything around us. I've read these verses of Scripture in the last few weeks. The kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. It's not enough just to declare it. 
but we have to believe it and see the power demonstrated and manifested. Romans 14, 17, the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but it's righteousness and it's peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. All of these things concerning the kingdom began, and we see it, we see it prophesied some 2,000 years earlier in Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6 and 7. It says this, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. The government will be on his shoulder. And his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and establish it with judge, judgment and justice from that time forward, even forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Did he perform it? I imagine. And what did he perform? And what did he instill in the earth? The government and the kingdom. The government and the kingdom. And it said it would be on his shoulders. We're his shoulders now. They're right here. And they're right there. He's the head, and we're the shoulders down. He said, and the government will be on his shoulders. We're those shoulders if we believe we're the body. We're the house of God, which is the church, which is his body in the earth, here to enforce the government of God now. And what enforced the government to be instilled now in the earth that you and I are to live and operate in is what Jesus produced. And I don't feel like there's any greater passage on this than Hebrews chapter 2, starting with verse 10. For it was fitting for him for whom are all things and by whom are all things in bringing many sons to glory, sons and daughters to glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through what he suffered. For both he who sanctifies and those who are being sanctified are all one, for which reason he is not ashamed to call them brethren. I will declare your name to my brethren in the midst of my assembly. I will sing praise to you. And that's why we do. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, here am I and the children whom God has given me. Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself, Jesus, likewise shared in the same, became like you and I, that through death he might destroy him who had what? 
who had the power, had the tyranny, had the oppressive nature to keep people down, to keep people feeling like they're dead, to keep people feeling like there's no reason to live. That is the devil, and release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to this bondage we're talking about. For indeed, he does not give aid to angels, but he does give aid to the seed of Abraham. Therefore, in all things he made, he had to be made like his brethren, that he might be a merciful and a faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make propitiation for the sins of the people. For in that he himself has suffered, being tempted, he is able to aid those who are tempted. That right there, in those eight verses, describes the kingdom and the government of God. That's the way it's set up. He died. We changed from the, from the moment he died. He went to hell. He rose on the third day. He ascended at the right hand of the Father. The Father said, it's finished. It's a finished work. From that point on, the government's changed. Where mankind was spiritually dead and was a servant to the tyranny and the control of the enemy in the earth, on that day, it changed. And on that day, it was declared from heaven, humanity will never be in bondage again unless they choose to be. Never be in bondage again unless they choose to be. I'll tell you today, in your life, if you let the governments of this world determine whether you're free or not, you'll never be free. doesn't matter about the governments of the world. What matters is the government of God. I didn't say not to honor the laws of the land to fight for this great nation, to stand up for it and everything else. But if you're not doing it in the liberty and freedom that was produced for us through the blood of Jesus, it's a waste of time. Did you hear what I said? Throughout Scripture, and I'm going to just read a couple of them, there are things that we declare every day that are part of the kingdom of God and what you and I need to be focusing and looking at all the time. One of them is found in 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 1. And I'll read this out of the NIV. I urge then, first of all, that petitions, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for all people. That's why we preach this so much. That's why we talk about this so much. This is the kingdom of God. Paul said to the church at Ephesus, I can't not pray for you if I'm going to preach the word to you. Part of the declarations that we need to be making every day are on behalf of other people for kings and all those in authority that we may live a peaceful and quiet life in all godliness and holiness. This is good and pleases God our Savior who wants all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. The reason we're so about the Word here is that people come to the knowledge of the truth. You don't come to the knowledge of the truth, then even though you're saved, you live defeated. My declaration every day over every one of you and many hundreds of thousands of people that I declare every single day is that right there, that everybody's coming to the knowledge of the truth. This has to do with the declaration 
of independence for my life and your life. What we say and what we declare. We say this every day. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 16. Paul said, I do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of Him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of His calling, what are the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints, and what the exceeding greatness of His power is toward us. And what I always say is, who believe the Word of God? It's in accordance to the power that Jesus produced for you and I. This must be a declaration of independence that you speak over yourself every day and that you speak over other people. Without it, without it. Listen to me, without it, we have nothing. I'm saying to you today, without this, we have nothing. You can be born again, you can know what the Word says, but if there's not a declaration that is a part of you every day of what God's Word says is so, then that Word cannot work for you. It was created to work for us. The Declaration of Independence, the reason it's not working for so many people, they don't even know what it says. They didn't even know what the, the depth of what went into creating that for people that were living in this oppressive state of this previous government and head. And that's what the enemy was. He was a government within himself that he had stolen from mankind. God didn't give it to him, and God didn't take it away from us. We gave it to him. He said, well, I, I didn't give him anything. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, because we're a part of humanity. Adam and Eve are our older, our eldest brothers and sisters. And it filtered down to us the mistakes that they made. But I can tell you today, my, my, my big brother Jesus, who became the son of man, that's why I can call him big brother, because he became the son of man, liberated me, set me free, took me from the tyranny of what the enemy had, 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 had over my life and all of humanity, set me free, and to a place and to a point that today, I'm free and I know it. I said, I'm free and I know it, and I'm embracing and experiencing and living in the freedom that God paid for for my life. How about you? It takes these declarations being a part of us. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 9. For this reason also, since the day we heard of it, do not cease to pray for you and to ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of His will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that we may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing to Him, being fruitful in every good work, increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might, according to His glorious power, for all patience and long-suffering with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us, He's qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of His government and His kingdom. Can you say amen? He has delivered us from the power of darkness. No more tyranny. No more oppression. No more darkness. Glory to God. He's delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son, of His love in whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of our sins today. 
Shout amen, somebody. Woo! As a result of it, I live, most of you live, I guess. Anybody in here not live in Kerr County? Oh, yeah, that's right. You, you live in Comfort. Well, we'll add yours anyway. Oh, no, I, I've got it added. <clears throat> I've got it added. So I say this every day. I speak over Austin, San Antonio, Kerrville, and every town and county in between. Everything hidden is brought to the light. Every lie is being exposed by truth. All darkness is being uncovered every day by the light of God's Word. I declare today the Texas Hill Country is saved, healed, and delivered in the name of Jesus. Shout amen, somebody. That's part of my declaration of independence. Am I profiting everybody I just talked to, uh, to and about? Am I profiting people? Yes. See, see, the declaration of independence isn't just about me. It's what I can do for the rest of humanity. It's not about just you declaring over yourself. You need to be declaring over yourself. But then you have the freedom to believe that what you say is going to come to pass and people are really going to be saved, healed, and delivered in the name of Jesus. This is the most sought-after place to live. And actually, all over the country, everybody's moving here. Well, you know, we don't want those people from... New York and California to move here. We don't want those people to have these kind of added. No, 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 no. They're already stepping into what we've already said. See, that's my declaration of independence. No, don't label people like that. Everybody's been created in the knowledge of in the image of God. Everybody has been created in the image of God. It doesn't matter what their beliefs are. When they come into my world. They're not going to change just to think like me. They have the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of God beginning to start working once they, their foot touches the ground. Because I've already got it out there. So I believe that the words that I speak do not return void, but they accomplish what I set them out to accomplish every single time for every single human being. I'm not trying to get somebody just to think like me in every way. How boring. No, my prayers are from the Word so that people's minds change so they do what God wants. That way you don't have to get political about how you pray for somebody. Well, Lord, I just pray that that Democrat become a Republican or that Republican become a Democrat. What a stupid prayer. Huh? I'm not a Democrat or a Republican. I'm a child of the living God. Can you shout amen? I mean, I'm a child of the living God, filled with the Spirit of God, empowered by the Spirit of God to overcome in every way. Why? Because of my declaration of independence. This country is free because people laid their lives down, fought for something to declare that all men were created equal. All men were created equal. Everybody in here today was created equal. I'm not saying that our country fulfilled that. They didn't. They, they, they messed it up miserably over time. But I'm telling you, we're getting it better. We're getting better at it all the time. Why? Because more and more people are thinking like God. When you think like God, then all men were created equal. 
in God's kingdom, there's only two race of people. Two race. Saved, unsaved. And the second race is becoming the first. Amen? Because he desires for all men to be saved and none to leave this planet unsaved. That's his desire. And the stronger my declarations get about that, did did you see what I said? I speak over Austin, San Antonio, Kerrville, and every town and county in between. That's just one of my confessions. So that means everybody in that location is saved, healed, and delivered. Well, Pastor, you know, I mean, how can that be? (laughs) It ain't going to be if you look at it like that. I'm saying that because God gave me that confession as I was praying in the Spirit one day. I want you to declare these things that they are so. I'm telling you, my passion for making declarations of freedom and independence over people's lives, my passion has never been like it is today. I've never had a passion like I have today. I'd rather pray than do anything. I'd rather pray than play golf. I'd rather make declarations than do anything else. I do them throughout the day because of how much I know that the Word of God is doing something and accomplishing something. The people that were the creators and helped to see ratified the Declaration of Independence were passionate. They gave their lives, their families, their fortunes to see that declaration instilled and to see people being reminded of it over and over and over again for years and decades and centuries to be reminded that no government is going to rule the people. Amen? No government in tyranny and oppression is going to rule the people. And it's the same exact revelation that God has given humanity that we're not going back to bondage and fear and death. We are liberated and free through the blood of Jesus Christ. Today on this great 4th of July, this Independence Day, this Declaration of Independence Day that was ratified How many years ago was that? That was 1776. Anybody got some good math? I need Eric Lopez in here. How how much is it? Around 250. Good, I like that. It's about 250. About 250 years or so. Amen? Around 250 years ago today, It was ratified. (laughs) And I'm telling you, it took another 12 years to see the the nation truly established and have their first president. I mean, they fought and they fought and fought for it and died for it. Many people died for it so that we would be free. And I'm telling you, when you start making your declaration of independence, developing your belief system, you will fight hell trying to convince you that your declarations mean absolutely nothing. And that's what people today want to try to do with the Declaration of Independence. 
try to make it out as though it means absolutely nothing. <laughs> you don't know the depth of what it went into. It's the greatest nation on the planet. But it is because of the greatest king the world has ever known. There, there is no other king other than King Jesus. Amen? And all he produced and all he died for and he laid his life down has liberated you and I. And I'm just telling you today, man, my declaration is getting stronger all the time. And because I studied more this week about as a reminder of the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, it's made me even more aware of how it lines up with the Word of God. Three branches of government. Father, Word, Holy Spirit. That's the three branches of government for the kingdom of God.